Praise the Lord, you all. Thank you for listening. We've made it through another week. Praise God. With the weather and just the all-around atmosphere, we are thriving in this environment. And I thank God and I praise God for what he is doing. Um, I've announced on Twitter that Clubhouse was on fire. It's Clubhouse is an app that allows people to create rooms and have discussions. And not more than three weeks ago, I <laughs> honestly was in disbelief of the value of Clubhouse and even said so. And then when I found out you had to be invited, I was even more skeptical. And then I got invited. And I have not turned back. If believers would use any platform given to proclaim the word of the Lord, this world would be changed and the kingdom of God would reside. And I have just been enjoying the conversations that I've heard and been a part of and the topics that I see in these rooms. There are discussions being had that would not be had anywhere else. And I understand the need for some people to control every bit of communication and behavior, I guess you would say, of their congregants. But I have always been under the impression that if you belong to God, the Holy Spirit will restrain anything regarding that son or that daughter. So I say praise God for Clubhouse because truth and honesty and reality of what is going on in the body of Christ is finally being addressed. And I just say praise the Lord. The veil was torn when Christ sacrificed himself, but slowly the veil has been being stitched back together by people who want to control what God is doing. And I just am always amazed at how God shows up and shows out and says, I'm in control of this. Man controls nothing, no matter, no matter how many titles you have, no matter how big your hat is, or if you carry a staff. Unless that staff is given by me and controlled by me, it does no good. That's just your prop. Either you're propping yourself up or you're propping somebody else up or you're propping your God up. And God says, I deserve all the props. And so I love how God has just redone the kingdom of God. And I praise God for that because God is God. And no one comes before him in anything. And I have to admit, I get a little concerned from time to time. I'm like, Lord, 
Do you not see? <laughs> and he reminds me every time I see everything. I know all. Did you forget? So praise the Lord and thank you for listening. And God is still God. Everything within me is telling me that things are about to be shaken. That things are about to be turned for the kingdom of God because those who follow God and God alone are about to rise up and stand for him. Legalism is becoming a stranglehold and people are realizing that and they are beginning to stand up and stand against it. Whether or not this was God's plan when the system of religion and church was challenged by this pandemic, I'm not sure, but it is definitely a result of the status quo being shaken. I praise God because now in Christ alone, sons and daughters know that they can preach the gospel, teach the gospel, spread the gospel, share the gospel without any parameters or without any complacency of just sitting in church on Sunday. The routine has been shaken. It's as if the church is being shaken out of its stupor. Praise God for that. Hallelujah. I was speaking to someone earlier this week and saying that I wasn't raised in church. I feel like that's always a disclaimer I have to share because I don't truly understand all of the rules and regulations and restraint that is placed on people who are spirit-filled and have the power of the Most High God in them. There's a lot I don't understand because I believe in the practicality of sharing the gospel. I feel like it's a yoke when you tell me I can't do this or I can't do that, or you tell me that this particular person has the right to determine how I share the gospel. And if it doesn't look right to this person, then I'm supposed to be quieted or squashed or whatever number of things to keep me from doing what God told me to do in his word, which was to share the gospel and to make disciples to the ends of the earth. 
Now, I can see if I didn't have the Holy Spirit or I can see if I was misled by some alternate spirit that's causing me to bring condemnation to the kingdom of God. I would truly understand that. And those who are just beginning to know Christ, I was the chief among those raising my hand and going to ask questions to anyone who would lend me an ear. I have no problem with people being instructed or there is a structure among those who have yet to walk with the Lord for a good period of time. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is the legalism that everyone is put under in order to restrain them from being the unique person that God made them to be. In Christ alone, my hope is found. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. I should not have to worry if what I'm doing to share the word of God and the unique way that God created me to share it is not acceptable to someone who's given who's been given a title by man. I'm certain that's not what God had in mind when he instructed us to feed his sheep. When you feed his sheep, you may need to teach them how to hold a fork and a knife if they've never held one before. But are you going to create automatons who chew the same way? Who finish eating at the same time all at once? Who take three sips of water after each swallow? If God wanted that, God could have created that. But he didn't. He created each one of us uniquely, not one fingerprint the same. And he knows the number of hairs on our heads. So why would any of us allow anyone to put restraints on us to keep us from being the wonderful and unique masterpiece that God made us? Praise the Lord. Freedom is reigning. And I feel it in my bones, so I know it is being felt in others. And it's about to break loose and the world will be changed and it will not be the same. Praise the Lord that these idols of titles and positions and where you sit on the stage and where you stand in the sanctuary have been muzzled and put on hold because that is no longer the case. Everything has been shaken. And I praise God for it because now we get to see the church, the kingdom of God, the sons and daughters arise. 
things that used to concern me no longer concern me because there is a knowing deep within my spirit and my soul that says God himself will show himself true. There is an expectation that I have in Christ, in Christ alone, that we are about to enter into the most exciting times for those who believe in the Son of God. I believe that those who know God will make him known in such a way in this earth that nothing will be able to stop it. I praise God that he is and was and always will be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He may not act the way we expect him to act or do the things he that we expect him to do, but he is God. And this entire world groans for his kingdom to arise. And I look forward to that kingdom arising, the kingdom that lives and breathes and only wants to be closer to Christ. And not follow legalism or want a title or want a microphone or a spotlight on this earth. But those who are looking forward to the next earth and the next heaven where Christ our King will reign forever. I am so excited. I feel it in every ounce of my being that the world is about to know the risen King, the conquering King. There is too much going on that are in the pages of Scripture for it not to be at hand that Christ is preparing his bride to take over every realm of the universe. I feel it so much so that I can't listen to anything that does not agree with my spirit. That sounds like humanism or idolatry in any way, shape, or form. And I've always been one to see things as they are and not call them one thing when I know it's another. So idolatry is idolatry, regardless of what you may call it. If you are placing anything above God, that is an idol. If you are saying that any person or thing has the right to tell you how to worship your God, when God himself tells us how to worship him, then that person or that thing is an idol. How can one learn without a teacher? I agree. One cannot learn without a teacher. 
However, the learning is continual. The teacher cannot be with you 24-7. The only teacher that can be with you 24-7 is the Holy Spirit. So anything or anyone that would try to put themselves above the Spirit of the Most High God or the Son of the Most High God or the Most High God Himself is not of God. Because the currency of the kingdom is freedom and love and knowledge and wisdom that we just must ask and God will pour it out liberally. I praise God that there are many coming to that realization now and stepping away from legalism and what has been acceptable to man. What's acceptable to man is not always acceptable of God. But it's easy to believe after years and years of practice and routine to think that God accepts the things of man as well. That he overlooks the fact that titles and positions have become idols while his Holy Spirit is pushed out and away. I feel it deep in my bones that God's church will arise in power and strength and it will shine brightly for all to see because the days are getting shorter and time is running out for those to turn to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I thank God that he's still giving us the opportunity to get to know him. Even those who already profess knowing him, he's still giving us more time to get to know him, to do what it is he's called us to do, to do what it is that he created us to do. Praise God, his mercy reigns. In Christ alone, my hope is found. I no longer have to try to conform to this world. I no longer have to conform to the church that's trying to conform to this world. Freedom reigns. Freedom reigns. Freedom reigns. Praise God that he is about to be known for all of his power and all of his glory. I feel it within my being that God's people will arise. Often, if not always, I have felt that I had to fight for my relationship with Christ. Fight for the relationship that I know he called me into. A true relationship, a real relationship. A relationship where I was allowed to get to know him for myself. 
the way that he intended without any boundaries put on it. That's the way God intends for us to get to know him. I don't think he intends for others to tell you you're doing it wrong or you're not doing it right or you must follow step one through five in order to get to know Christ. I really know deep within my heart of hearts that that is not how Christ calls us to himself. If he did, he would have made robots and not individual human beings. So I don't find it odd that I often am not in a crowd because I'm looking to hear God for myself and not waiting for someone to tell me what he's saying to me. If someone confirms it, praise the Lord, because that's how God sets up his kingdom. That what he's doing is confirmed by those who are a part of his kingdom. Thank God for that. But I shouldn't have to wait to be told by someone what God is doing because I should know that myself if I'm in relationship with him. And so that relationship I have had to fight for since God began to draw me into communion with him. Because there were many, and I'm sure many that I haven't met, who will tell me that I'm doing it wrong. That that's not how God calls anyone into relationship. But I find that harder to believe than that he would individualize each of the encounters he has with those he's calling to himself. I used to feel inadequate and out of place and useless in the kingdom of God because it didn't look like what people told me it was supposed to look like. But now I'm empowered by that difference, by that uniqueness, by that diversity, because I know God to be God. I know I don't have to find God in rules and regulations or legalism or struts, or strides, or moans, or groans that have been taught to me. Or dances that may be good for someone else, but does nothing for me. I'm finally free. From the bondage of having to please 
someone else to make my relationship with God look like something that is acceptable to an institution. Praise God, I'm free. As I said, I was having discussions with people this week and we talked about idols. One idols in specific that we talked about was the idol of race. Now, it would be easy for me as a minority or anyone as a minority to say that the majority uses race as an idol. But unfortunately, that's not true. The minority uses race as an idol as well. It's not a popular topic and not a popular conversation. And everyone has their own theories and their own comments about it. But when it's looked at in the glory of who God is, anything that places itself above God is an idol. And if your race, regardless of what it is, is a sense of ultimate pride for you, then it is an idol. So I thank God that he allows us the opportunity to look like him. On earth, he was an Israelite, a Jew. And in all honesty, I don't think Many people know what that looked like during his time and where he walked, but that's okay. Because scripture says in Christ, there is none Greek nor Jew, nor male nor female, nor slave or freedman. We are all one in Christ. So if we concentrate on that, then there should be no confusion. There should be no debate. In Christ alone, we have everything we need. Everything we need for life and godliness. Everything. So why must we make it so difficult for ourselves and for others To just serve the Lord. I praise God that those times are ending. I feel them falling off. And I don't often say things like that. But I feel legalism and bondage of this is how you do it. It's falling off. And now the real sons and daughters of the Most High God can arise. Because the yoke of bondage and conformity is no longer active. So praise God, I cannot wait to see what the kingdom of God looks like going into this next period of time.
because those who would have been held back will not be held back anymore. We are free to be who God created us to be and to worship him in spirit and in truth without someone looking at us out of the side of their eye, trying to tell us what we're doing is not right or not real. God is raising up those who love him according to his truth and his gospel and his reality that each one of us were created for God and by God to do his works according to how he created each individual. So I praise God and I look forward to seeing you, kingdom of God, arise and to see the world changed because there is no longer bondage of conformity. In Christ alone, our hope is found. And I thank God that freedom is reigning. Thank you all for listening and God bless you. Rise and shine. It is morning time.